1: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for
3: details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, Mama, I'm in fear for my life
5: from the long arm to go before we sleep. Quiet
3: enough. is into
4: and I'm so far from We will not go gently. Uh, we will going unleash hell here in December. Oh,
3: mama, I can hear you a- so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I hey, he play
5: football. coming down
3: from the gallows and I don't have i be
6: What is up, Steelers Nation, and welcome to Black and Gold NFL Recap. Uh, brought to you by Behind the Field Curtain, of course. This is Matt Searles, joined as always by Fred Zhang and Bob Sabel. What's going on, guys?
2: Uh, hey, Matt. Hey, uh, ex- excited. We got 17 days to the start of the NFL season, and Exactly three weeks until the Steelers start on Monday, but against the Redskins, I. Uh, but who's counting, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know absolutely, what i oh,
4: Sorry, I thought it was a What's my up, You know what I had to eat for dinner tonight? I ate the Le- Levy on Bell special. I had pizza, <laughs> cheeseburgers, and chicken nuggets.
3: <laughs> oh man Alright guys So
6: of course Start the show out by Talking a little Steelers um, And then we're going to go Around the NFL Kind of recap the news What's been going on We're two weeks into the preseason Just got two more to go Until we get to some real football That matters So we're going to catch up All you guys on what's going on Around the NFL What you guys should know And at any time you guys want to call in Talk Steelers Talk anything NFL related be sure to call in. The number is 347-850-8581. Call in any All right, guys, so let's start off. we got to at least touch on, even if it's just very briefly, that game against the Eagles. I know it's been covered, covered too much because it really wasn't the best game to watch. Um, any quick thoughts on that? Fred, what, what were your takes from the game, man?
2: Yeah, just quickly, like you said, they tough. Um, one of the things that I'll, I'll point out that maybe wasn't touched on was um, Sean Davis. I didn't really notice him a lot, and I'll say that in a good way. I think uh, the first game he got welcome welcomed to NFL by Anquad and made some mistakes, but you really didn't uh, notice him. So for a safety, if you're not noticing him in the passing game, at least I, I'd say that was, that was something to take away from there. And I think the starting defense, which played uh, well, many of them into the first, the first half, they look they look good. They look fast. They look uh, flying around. I think I think we're fine there. I'm not I'm not worried about the offense because when you don't start shoot your top, arguably the top uh, running back in the NFL, the top wide receiver, one of the top quarterbacks, you're going to be missing something. So I'm not fretting about the offense. And the, uh, good signs from the defense.
4: I found out one thing: Ryan Shazier is fast. I mean, he's the fastest guy out there. He's faster than the cornerbacks we have, and everything. The other thing we were talking off air and everything, I don't know what everyone's making this big deal about Landry Jones. He was fantastic in the game.
5: So
4: the twenty. Well, he, he hit Steeler wide receivers and everything for twelve passes, then four interceptions. That's sixteen that he completed to someone. It was only four that he didn't get in someone's hands. What's so bad about that?
3: <laughs> yeah, well. you know, we
4: need we need a free agent now. Why don't we go after Matt Flynn? Ooh.
3: I Not mean, thinking. you can
6: say he, he definitely played better than Bruce Kratkowski, that's for sure.
4: yard <laughs> Bruce and everything. I, I can't remember. I know Traveris Jackson's out there. Matt Flynn. There's,
6: nothing, there's nothing good out there. If there was anything good out there, Jerry Jones would have snatched him up. There's nothing <laughs> out there. We're, I think we're going to roll with what we got, but wait, we'll wait, see.
4: J. We'll J. see what
3: Yates. happens. Yeah,
4: Yates Yates is- yeah. Wait, he's
3: wait.
4: Not on uh, the squad. No, he's not on anyone's squad.
2: I I think he is out there. Um interesting. I think it's an interesting thing just as far as the Steelers third quarterback cuz it's almost set in stone now. Lamar Jones is number 2. Um the big question, who's going to be 3? Bruce, no update on the injury. So <laughs> I I I doubt, I don't know if his body can make it through, honestly, um, injured. And then, so, they haven't released Dustin Vaughn, but they did sign Bryn Renner, who led the Arizona Rattlers to the championship in the Arena Football League. So, maybe it's another Kurt Warner story. <laughs> I I don't know. But I, I right now, I think it's totally up in the air who number three is. I, I, you could throw a dart at any of those three, and I think any of them could be, so. Or, Johnny Manziel's or we, still out there.
3: <laughs>
6: Johnny yeah. Manziel is way out there. He's he's way <laughs> yeah. out there where he belongs.
4: I, wait, I got but, someone. Give me a second. CFL has Vernon Adams from Oregon.
3: Oh
6: man, pass pass. <laughs> I think I think we're overreacting a little bit on Jones. I mean, obviously all of those interceptions weren't assault. The last one. He got smacked while he was throwing it. Um, and we'll we'll see how he bounces back. Obviously, he's going to get a ton of playing time this next week um, with Dustin Vaughn. Him and Ben are really the guys who have been in the system who are going to have any playing time, really. So we'll see what happens. Take it all with a grain of salt. It's the preseason. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen guys have great games uh, like Lima Sweet and then go into the season and have, you know, Horrible, horrible, depressing games that will give you nightmares. So take it with a grain of salt. We'll see what happens moving forward. And moving forward, a good thing to look forward to as we approach this game coming up against the Saints. Mike Tomlin said today that all healthy players are going to play in fashion against the Saints, which means we're going to see offense. We're going to see actual offense. We're going to hopefully see touchdowns. Ben's going to play, Brown's going to play. I, I'm assuming he means even Bell's going to play because he's healthy. Um, that's extremely exciting and something I'm really looking forward to. I just wish he told us who was healthy because I, I don't know if Bud's <laughs> going to be up there, Burns is going to be out there. I don't know, but I'm ready to see it. If if Artie Burns isn't playing again, I don't know. I'm going to be disappointed. I'm so ready to see that guy play because he's been getting burned by Antonio Brown, but who isn't, so... I'm ready to go. What are you looking forward to in this week, guys? Yeah.
2: yeah uh, matter of fact, I, when you mentioned that about Bell, I, that kind of I was that one kind of went by me. when you saw all healthy players, and I I didn't even think of Bell because I just kind of assumed they wouldn't play because there's really to me there's no point in him playing now. If he's gonna, you know, as far as say, you know knock the rust off or get hit with, well, he's he's gonna be sitting for another three or four weeks after. So. Uh, that'd be, that that be that one will be interesting. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Burns as well because he's he's about the only uh, one of our draft picks we haven't seen play, I, I believe. Uh, so, but I want to see. Uh, supposedly, you know, he lost weight. He's been working on past our schools, Hopefully, getting uh, them down because he really didn't have any. It was just his speed. So anxious to see what he was going to do. And between him and, and Jarvis, so I don't know if I expect a lot from more from Jarvis, but I want to see Bud Dupree, want to see what, want to see what he can do. Um, those those are the two main ones. The, the other guys, I mean, it's gonna be nice to see Ben and A B and and remind people that hey, you know, we do have quite the offense. But uh, yeah, what you say, Artie? I'm sure Tom will. He'll will give a press conference. Uh, let's see, we play Friday, so he'll have a press conference before and maybe give an update on uh, on the injuries. Maybe, maybe he will. <laughs> Knowing Tom, when he'll he'll uh, he'll he'll speak in time. When time will speak, when then he was guessing, but
4: he'll speak in tongues. I want to see how <laughs> long um, Ben Brown, Bell, D'Angelo play. I think if they come out the first series and score a touchdown, you think he'll play a quarter, a half, three quarters? Sure. I I don't think they're going to play that long. If they go out and score or do something, a field is not going to cut it. They'll be back for the next series. They go out and score a touchdown on the first drive. You think they'll come out in the second drive, go the whole quarter,
6: a half? I uh- I think they're going to go at least two drives. I think he's going to get them at least two series. Um, because if you're going to get guys to get the rest out, one series, even if you score a touchdown, I don't think that's enough. Um, because they're obviously not going to play in next week's game. Everyone's going to rest. So you really want to go in having Ben play, you know, five snaps, ten snaps, and then sit. I don't know. I think if you're going to play them, play them for at least a quarter. Um, of course, you know, if – they all get injured, everyone's going to come after me. But
3: play them, don't live in your fears.
6: Let them let get out there. Ben says he wants to play, so we'll
2: see what happens.
4: So I'm saying a half. We all agree on maybe a half?
2: I would
3: say anywhere
2: between a quarter up to a half. I. It wouldn't shock me if they played a half. Um, half is the it most. Would, I would say so, yeah. And I want to see.
6: I'd say a quarter, but anything a quarter. after a half would be nuts.
4: And I want to see Artie Burns play. I want to see him play the whole game if he can. I want to oh, see absolutely. what we have in him. I want to see Sean Davis play the whole game, see what we have in him. I want uh, Grant to play as much as he can. Yeah, uh, Grant, is, I don't know if you know. I, I don't know if Jarvis is going to play. You know, Gardner, I'd like to see yeah. him go out there just so Harrison wouldn't have to play.
2: Harrison wanted so to play.
4: Yeah. He doesn't need it.
6: No. One thing from Sean Davis last game, the, the one play that really stuck out was, I think it was it was either a run or a, a quick pass to the outside, and he fought off a block and made a really nice tackle. And I was just thinking to myself at that time, I don't know if Sanquez Golson would be able to do that. Cause no. getting off a block – and then get around and making the tackle. I don't know. So that was—it was just nice to see. You know, there, there definitely are some advantages to having a bigger slot corner. Oh yeah. course small so, as
4: Golsan was, he wasn't a bad tackler, if I can remember no. in college. I mean, that was so long ago. We're going on two years with him. I can't remember, you know, what I ate for dinner tonight and everything. Now I got to remember <laughs> last two years ago and every But I think he was a good tackler. I really do you know, for how small for
3: sure.
4: he was. Like yeah. that. And that's that's what happened. So, I think he put his shoulder in too many times, and that's when he messed up his shoulder and everything.
6: But I so see one, him guy play. That we, one guy that we definitely know will not be out there, and tell me if you've heard this before, Darius Green will not be playing this week. He, <laughs> But he did actually speak to the media for the first time since, and all these reports came out about his headache. And I'll tell you, it sounded exactly like Mike Tomlin talking to the me. media. <laughs> this guy has a way of answering questions while absolutely avoiding the entire question. Uh, I think it was Mark Caboli asked him, you know, straight up, have you had any, con- like any concussion issues at all the past couple of weeks or months or anything like that? And he goes, I've just been rehabbing my ankle, taking it day to day. I don't know what that means. So are you rehabbing your ankle in <laughs> addition to the headaches, or, or are you only rehabbing ankle, and you don't have any headache? He just he didn't say anything, which leads me to think there's some truth to this. Because why wouldn't he just say nope, no headaches? You know, if he's avoiding the question, usually I would think that means you're guilty. But dude, I mean, you can watch that thing up on Steelers.com. That was just impossible to watch. It, I mean, I felt like I had a concussion at the end of that video. It was
3: <laughs> it was
6: uh, rough.
2: Yeah. Now, one thing uh, I did read—it was mentioned somewhere—that um, if a player is in concussion protocol, that he's not allowed. They don't have. He—they don't let him talk to the media. And if that—if that is indeed true, and that's during regular season, I don't know if it applies to the preseason. If that's true, then that would mean that technically, Green isn't, or maybe he was, and now. He's out of it since that was really the first time he talked to the media, but like you say um uh listening to green uh on the interview and all these other things um things are about as clear as uh, pea soup um <laughs> you, you got to listen to him he go and he go, "What did he say? He didn't say anything yeah i think I think he's bought into the Tomlin school of, of press conferences very well. <laughs>
3: They, and you know uh, the
4: steward players, they and they never lie.
3: They would never right. do anything like that.
4: No, we don't have no. we don't have guys like Green and Bell and everything. They they tell the truth. You know, so if something was wrong with them, they they would tell us. Same oh yeah,
3: absolutely. They're all I'm,
4: you know, they'll tell us the truth.
3: You I know mean, what Green, green was? That. I
4: was looking today because I was doing a little fantasy. Uh, green. Last year was what number tight end and catches We're thinking he's that
2: fantastic and everything
3: <laughs> oh i know <laughs> I
2: know we didn't have a lot. If I just had to draw a number uh, let's see there's thirty two teams and you got two. I'd take probably about uh forty eight I don't know just a guess twenty six you were half oh that was half
4: yeah that's, that's really that's not, not bad, bad for, uh, for playing behind kids. Yeah, yeah, Gates. I, Remember, Gates was out.
2: Yeah, the you first know. four games yeah. or whatever. Um, I, yeah.
4: Well, he always comes up with good answers and everything. I love throwing things out at him because he he takes and he hits it for a home run.
6: <laughs> so I don't know. It's really just a it's a wait and see. I mean, I can't even. I don't know who says more, Mike Tomlin saying obviously or Green saying day <laughs> by day. In their their press conference It was rough Um, Moving on though We of course got to talk about the Le'Veon Bell suspension It was actually reduced, I don't think a lot of us thought It was going to be reduced Um, It was, which is a good thing By one game Which doesn't make a lot of sense to me Not that much of this whole NFL Substance policy does But it went down from four games to three games So we'll have in week four Against Kansas City Chiefs always a good thing, but what really was interesting, and what makes me think Bell actually had a case, was he stays exactly in the same stage of the substance abuse policy, or the substance abuse um, whatever you want to call it, with the NFL. So the next violation is still four games, as opposed to the ten games that he would be in. And I don't think the NFL would let that happen if there wasn't something you know, substantial that he had, because that's that's pretty big. I haven't seen that before where a guy gets suspended and isn't, um, it doesn't move forward like that.
2: Yeah, I was, my take on it, trying to figure out what the whole thing, why I would have thought, well, if, if Bell was in the right, then it's zero games, but what is this? My After I thought about it, what I came up with was what you were saying. I think Bell must have had something and and the whole part I read heard earlier that thing about the changed phone number, he said when they asked him in the interview he goes, I don't know where that came from. But he did to me, the NFL must have believed Bell and he must have had some kind of uh substantial evidence that hey there was some kind of mix up for them to reduce it but why they didn't go all the way, I think, was this. They said, okay, we believe you. There was some kind of mix-up. But be that as it may, it's still your responsibility. You can't miss tests because if we let you miss it, everybody's going to want to just miss it and get away with it. So we're still going to keep the suspension, reduce it by one, but the bigger point, which you said, is he stays on the same level uh, or step or whatever they want to call it. So that's how I take. They realized that there was something legitimate to what he was saying, but it's still your responsibility. We still have to ding you for it, but we believe you. I think most of all, they it signifies that they believe what he was saying. That he wasn't trying to get out of it. Um, that's what I that that's what I took from it. Uh, that's the only thing. That's the only thing thing that would make sense in my mind. You know, basically what you what you were saying. That they had they he had to have something in the right in some respect. um, So, you know, I know he's still getting railed on for uh, people saying. And the fact that once that, if you saw his – he kind of put his foot in his mouth again. If you saw his Twitter or Instagram video that he put up um, right after that, he kind of stuck his foot in his mouth. Um, And one thing he was being – I like the fact that he was just being – he didn't have a prepared statement. He was just talking – Just, hey, guys, here's how it is. I'm sorry. I apologize. But then he said, did you hear what he said? He said, I haven't smoked marijuana since December 2014. Well, he took the video down because, like, uh, Le'Veon, you got arrested in August of 2014. Why were you still smoking in December? (laughs) It's like, oops. He stuck his mouth on that one. He pulled it down. So I appreciate that it was just him straightforward here. I apologize. It wasn't some kind of prepared statement from his publicist, say this and this and this. So I appreciate that. It, it seemed like it was coming straight from him from the heart. But maybe he should think a little bit before he talks. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, here's
4: the first thing he did. Did you hear how fast he was talking when he yeah. was doing that that Instagram or whatever?
3: Yeah. Wow, yeah. he was
4: motoring. So here's what we – can I give him the number? It's 347 oh, yeah, 8, 5, Eight five eight one. Here, real fast. June fourteenth, we knew about it. That's when we got together the first time. So he lied. June fourteenth. What happened to the cell phone? We don't even hear that that he changed his cell phone number now. Okay, it's great about the next infraction is only going to be four games. So <laughs> the surgery happened. Okay, he missed the drug test in December and January. Okay. Then in April, he had the test Saturday morning at 5.37 a.m. He missed right. that because he was sleeping. Okay. So he's he he's, has missed three, and we, we're hearing nothing about the cell phone now. So he knew about three tests he was supposed to take. My dog hasn't tested positive since Easter, taking miracles, <laughs> you know, grabbing weeds
3: <laughs> and everything
4: like that. So he, he knew about it. Where's where's the cell phone now? The cell phone's out of this equation now. That was his big idea. They couldn't get me on the cell phone. He knew he missed three tests. He said I had surgery. I missed December, the end of December, January, and then in April. I know I'm beating a dead horse. I'm you know, I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. I mean they're, I, they're... I think we're all pretty.
6: I think we're all pretty. Um, I mean, we're disappointed, and it's a bummer, but. I think it gets to the point where you just got to, I mean, you made the mistake and you just got to roll with it. I mean, you're either going to be the type of Steelers fan that, you know, sticks by your guys, or you're going to be a Stephen A. Smith who's just going to, you know, ream you every time you make a mistake. So, I mean, you made the mistake, there's really nothing else to do about it now moving on. Um, I mean, he was even asked to speak on how difficult it is to make those tests and stuff, and he goes, you know, it really isn't that difficult. It's on me. Um, I messed up. And he can't really say anymore that he messed up, you just gotta go out and do it. So if they'll the is leaving house,
3: him, huh? Yeah, we'll house. give him
6: that contract and Yeah. Go ahead, Seba.
4: Yeah, they'll come to your house to give you the drug test at five thirty seven. He would have been able to sleep in, you know, to five thirty and still made it and everything.
3: <laughs> For, you know,
4: thirty five years, thirty seven years at four twenty two in the morning. I know how tough it is. I mean he had another hour and 15
2: minutes that he could have slept in. Absolutely, absolutely.
6: I want to give that number one more time just because I actually spoke over SABO. If you guys want to call and talk Steelers, talk NFL, talk anything football related, the number is 347 850 8581. I also want to take a moment, real quick, to say that this show is sponsored by Frank Walker Law the top criminal defense firm to call in western Pennsylvania and western Virginia, and home to one of the nation's top 100-ranked trial attorneys in Frank Walker. Our show is also sponsored by Centerfield Smoke, the best and most unique Pittsburgh sports apparel apparel provider for Pittsburgh fans everywhere. You can check out their website at centerfieldsmoke.com. All right, guys, because this is the Black and Gold NFL Recap, we are going to go around the NFL, just kind of catch everyone up on what's been happening.
3: Hey, Matt, can of I say one on. thing? I'm going to
6: break in.
4: That was very yeah, well. Up? That was very well the way you read that copy. That was fantastic. That was <laughs> like Patty Burns doing it.
3: Thank you. You know, I've, I've got
6: <laughs> someone in front of me with a teleprompter. It's it's really, really helpful. <laughs> All right, guys. That was moving on We talked we talk Steelers. Let's go on to... The Bengals. I mean, Bengals. So, we got the Cincinnati Bengals two weeks in the preseason, and it's a real bummer that they've got Tyler Boyd because that guy out of Pitt has been looking nice. He looks like he's more than capable of replacing, you know, Sanu and Jones. And I'm I'm not looking forward to playing them because I'm I'm just not looking forward to seeing him in a Bengals uniform at all. You know, I'm I'm a Pitt fan. I have to watch that. (laughs) And it's going to be a love-hate relationship from here on out with me and Tyler Boyd.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I agree. And he's so, a guy that I would love the Steelers to get. But I know that was on our, our radar for this year. And he looks good. I, wouldn't, I would think that maybe not this year, but before too long, Tyler Boyd will be... He'll be, he'll be better than Sanu. He'll be better than Marvin Jones, I, I, I think. Uh, I think the only uh, – the Bengals have certainly – the only thing I could say, you know, as far as you don't want to cheat them, you don't want to face them, as much as we've had a few injury issues with Golsan again going down and uh, uh, being out. But uh, the Bengals, maybe it's karma. I don't know. But, uh, you know, with both of their draft picks being – or two of their – Top four draft picks being out, uh, and now they're having some issues to tackle. So uh, at least, at least, and Tyler Eifert. Don't know when he's going to come back. So who knows what what type of players we'll see when we face them in week two? But I'm, I'm not I'm not crying for them. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna. Help. I love Tyler Boyd.
4: I I like pick kids. I like local draft picks. Anyone like in West Virginia. I even like, well, dare, dare I say this,
2: Penn State guys.
3: <laughs>
2: What's wrong with that, Samo? I'm a Penn State fan from, for a long time, so.
4: They they had a coach one time that, I don't, I'm sorry. That's...
2: Oh, well,
4: yeah, they're neither
2: here nor there, but.
4: Uh... Yeah. And a good man got hurt by it, Tom Bradley. I don't know how much you mm. knew. I'm, you know, I'm. I'm getting yeah, off I him. know a little bit. Yeah, but um, Tyler Boyd, I, I think is a super pick with a bungles and everything like that. He's he's going to be a great two, you know, because Green's going to go deep, and Tyler's going to be that possession wide receiver. Sometimes they're going to run reverses with him, uh, quick jet pitches out to him. That was a great picked, but I don't think the Sewers would have picked him in the second round. They went into it looking for defensive back, and it, it just, you know, one and two, it just fell that way. I, yeah. I wish he would have been there in the third round or something like that, but, it, but they even picked him in the third round. But if they would have known about Brian, they you know, it's just, I would have loved him to be a Steeler, but I, I, I'm going to hate him matching up with Ross Cockrell, or if Cockrell... Oh, I- Green, I think that will
3: be gang,
4: fun to watch. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be tough. That's going to be tough watching. Tyler Boyd, is he's going to be my fantasy rookie. hes he, I'm going to pick him. If he's available, he'll be my first wide receiver. My first rookie, rookie wow. wide receiver
6: pick. Over first Coleman. rookie yeah. wide receiver. That's yeah. the, I was okay. going to say, first wide receiver pick, man. That's, no, that's, brook- I know you like to take major leaps, but that's bold. Who's <laughs> a rookie wide receiver All right. Available So, weekend. Other news with the Bengals Really not much as far as that Concerns us too as fans um, AJ McCarron is looking uh, Like AJ McCarron, he's looking nice um, You know, the Bengals Really are in a good position with Having him right behind Dalton um, Moving on to the Ravens uh, Not a ton coming out of Baltimore, Steve Smith Is back off the pup list, he's you know, ready to go. He looks to be a go for week one. Elvis Dumerville um, back practicing again is also going to be a go for week one. So that Ravens pass rush is supposedly going to be, you know, right back up to snuff and all over Big Ben again. But we'll see what happens. I mean, Terrell Suggs coming off his second Achilles injury and surgery for that could be a different guy. Elvis Doomerville getting older, even though he's healthy, you know, could be a different guy. We'll We'll see what happens. Any thoughts on that, friends?
2: Yeah, I think the only I think uh, I agree with you that Dumerville, just this the age and injuries, uh, he's gonna not gonna be anywhere close. I think the only area that he's still gonna be where he uh, was before is in ugliness. I don't think you can uh, he's slipped any there. But <laughs> other than that, I don't I don't think he's gonna show it, anything on the field. Uh, and 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 this just in. Um, uh, Trent Richardson is not going to, not going to be the, the the savior running back for the Ravens. Um, in case you didn't know that one, Um once breaking again, news. <laughs> Yeah. Once again, he, once again, he was cut due to con- conditioning issues, but, uh, yeah, we will say, I mean, the, the, the Ravens, it, it's, uh, everybody, a lot of people think that, you know, their, their, their tough year last year was, due to the injuries but they, they were struggling before that. They did have a ton of injuries. But uh, I still I I I don't think that they're uh, they're gonna bounce back like some people. I see them somewhere around five hundred. I see eight and eight, nine and seven at, at at the most. And for as much as a guy, you know, Ozzy Smith Ozzie Smith gets praised everywhere in the NFL and for being, you know, this great uh, making great graphics and making great moves in the front office. And he has done well with that but the last few years he has—they have not done well at all. And nobody, t- nobody's taken the task for it. I saw their safety Matt Elam, or uh, is it Elam? And yeah. he missed yeah. all last year with, with a tricep, and now he has to have something on his knee, so he's going to miss more time. And that's 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 one. We we have people calling Jarvis Jones a flop after the first week of his rookie training camp, and Elam. He's the biggest swap as any. Anyway, I think I, I think I think Ozzy gets a free free ride a lot of times and uh, on his past accomplishments, whereas people roast Colbert for 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 and never give them credit. But uh, yeah, Ravens, they're they're an old squad. They got a bunch of old guys, and if they don't come through, they're in trouble. At the beginning,
4: I thought Baltimore was going to be better than. Um... Cincinnati, but now with all these injuries, I, I can't see it. Um, I hate to say you're wrong, Fred, but Ozzie Smith was the shortstop. I think you're talking about Ozzie Newsome.
3: Exactly. Because I know I you're Smith. smarter than me.
4: There's many mistakes I have. but But Ozzie, Ozzie Smith
2: was a good was a good shortstop.
4: <laughs>
2: all right. Right, if I said Smith, then you're, you're correct. I didn't realize I said Smith.
4: You know, I'm old, and I make mistakes like that. And you're young, and never heard you make a mistake. That's your first one, and there'll never be another one. I know that.
3: <laughs>
6: All right, guys. Moving on um, to the Browns. And I don't know if this makes me a bad Steelers fan to say that I'm actually kind of excited about this Browns team. Maybe it just means, like, that's how, you know, on un- little I'm worried about them. But Browns were actually – Fun to watch for once, you know, in the, in the preseason, too. RG3, I don't think I'm going out of limb here by saying he is really the best quarterback they've had in a while. I mean, just from a pure talent, you know, and skills standpoint, he is, in my opinion, one of the best they've had in a long time. And he looked good. I mean, last week he looked good, and everyone says, you know, let, let's wait. Don't get, you know, don't get too hyped up too fast. Terrell Pryor looked good, and then this week they're doing the same thing. Um, they're throwing long bombs to to Terrell Pryor, who's kind of come out of nowhere. Um, had a really solid camp apparently, and just been burning people all like camp long. And this week he burned Desmond Trufant, who is, I mean, he's no rookie corner. I think this is a good quality corner, um, and he burned him bad. He had a few steps on him um, for the end, for the touchdown catch, and then. RG3 had another long bomb for Gary Barnage, and that was just a beautiful um, catch and a nice throw, too. Um, the one thing he doesn't seem to be able to get, though, is sliding. He's sliding with two feet, which I just don't understand. I mean, how hard is it to learn a slide, a, a my, like a baseball slide that you do when you're six or seven? He's still sliding with two feet. Um, so I, I don't know if he's just not capable of that, but This Browns team could be offensively, just offensively, fun to watch. I'm not even going to say good. I mean fun to watch. (laughs) RG3, Terrell Pryor doing his thing, even if it's just a one-trick pony, a Martavis Bryant kind of sprinting down the field. We've seen it work. That's fine. Then you've got Josh Gordon and Corey Coleman. And Joe Hayden said that uh, Josh Gordon apparently is looking just like he did before. Uh, he said he looks the exact same. He looks a little bigger, but he's still running, floating, and he said he's looking effortless out there. Um, so that just that trio, I mean, Pryor, Gordon, and Coleman, that could be really good. And then also the rookie, Carl Nassib, is apparently working his way into the starting lineup. And I don't know if any of you guys watched even just the highlights on there, but he was in the backfield nonstop. He finished the game with the strip sack a fumble recovery. He had another sack that was taken away by a penalty. Um, Freaking havoc in the backfield all game long. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm excited about this Browns team or anything, but it was, I mean, it was interesting. Just for the first time in a long time, I mean, I'm 22, and I can't really remember ever seeing a Browns team that, you know, flashed anything other than, you know, (laughs) the screen as I turned it off. But, you know, it
2: was it was interesting to watch. I, I definitely want to get you guys' takes on the team. It's 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 okay, Sable. I think we could uh, we could have that Matt Matt can come out of the closet as a Browns fan. I think we
3: we I think we got breaking
2: <laughs> breaks breaking news on this podcast that Matt's really a closet Browns fan. No, but uh, it, it's funny what you mentioned about RG three and not being able to slide. Maybe that's where Ozzy Smith can come in. He could teach them how to slide. <laughs> It's Newsome, Ozzie Newsome.
5: <laughs> you know,
2: no, but I say now Ozzie Smith, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Oh, maybe okay. can, can teach him the slide, you know. <laughs> you said a baseball slide. So the so wizard is going to get his way in there somewhere. Um, yeah, it, it's funny because I with Nassib, I agree. I liked him out of Penn State. I didn't like a sleeper pick for us in the draft. I didn't know if he'd really fit in find a spot in our defense. Um, but he's the type of guy that just made himself and he hustled and that's you know, he, he will walk on at Penn State. So um I will say that on a on a few of the plays there, especially some of the big plays the sack, he, he was kinda left unblocked. So, I mean he still made the play and got the sack. So I I kinda tempered it a little bit when I watched it that he, you know um and uh I wouldn't be surprised if he if he either starts or plays a lot, because their defensive end, linebacker, whatever I call it, uh, I can't think of his first name, last name, or Bryant. He got hurt and he's out for the year, so they're gonna need somebody. But offensively, like I said, I they think they do have some now potential to have somebody besides, you know, when last year when the only guy that could make a play for them was their tight end. That's and Barnage is pretty good, but you, if he's your biggest playmaker, usually you're not you're not showing too much. So um, I will will say though that the Browns did lose the game to Atlanta. So um, but maybe I think if you, and like grain of salt preseason, I think what the Browns fans should do is they should get uh, the NFL Game Pass and watch all these preseason games. And save them because once the regular season starts, they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna fare as well. I I agree <laughs> that they're probably gonna have some excitement, like you say, more than they did last year with, you know, uh, uh, McCown. Good. Good. He's a. He's a. I take McCown as our backup. He's a yeah. good stable backup, but you know, as far as being exciting or you know, get something to get excited about. I, I think you're right. I think at least they the potential with RG3 and a few jacks and a quarterback whisperer. If anybody could do it, then maybe he can, he can bring RG3 around. So yeah, we'll see.
4: Okay. I'm going to get the think? phone number again. Three, four, seven, eight, five, zero, eight, five, eight, one. And the breaking news was I just found out Matt's 22 years old.
3: <laughs> what you said?
4: That's I have other jerseys older than 22 years old <laughs> and everything. But I agree that the defensive end you were thinking about, you got his last name, Bryant. His first name yeah. is Desmond, I think.
3: Yeah.
4: But I think uh, the kid from Penn State is going to start. I mean, Carl Nasen, There's no, he's going to start. But their offense, their wide receivers are not bad now. RG3, just like you said, is their best quarterback? How? Huh? Okay, Fred. Here we go. How many quarterbacks have they had since they came back in the NFL?
2: Oh, they got that jersey too, and they got that thing. But <laughs> um, I this one I don't. I usually know these things. Usually, I, I don't know what they came back in the NFL. What was it ninety seven or or so uh, somewhere in there? So eighteen years. What I'm going to say uh, give you
3: over another.
2: Uh, yeah, 27, sure. What? 27.
4: Oh, you missed it by one.
2: <laughs> 26. <laughs>
3: really?
4: Yep. Wow. Nate, th- th- this is the best they looked right now. You're going to have RG3 as your quarterback. Not bad. That tight end. Barnridge. Good tight end and everything. Now, Pryors is going to be your number two wide receiver that Josh Gordon gets back. Then he's going to be your third wide receiver. That's not bad. Josh Gordon, Coleman, Pryor will be your three, and Gary Barnridge. That's not bad. That's that's the best. Last year, just like you said, their best was the tight end. Now they have four weapons on offense, and you've got a good Don't forget Duke
6: Johnson, either, out of the backfield. Yeah,
4: that's not bad. No, he's a good receiver. Yeah, long time.
6: And I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a brown fan. I think more than anything, I mean, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I've seen RG3 and in Redskins camp and stuff like that. I think more than anything, I just want to see this guy bounce back. Um, it it just be good to see as an, as a fan of his. Um, but we'll see what happens. Don't want to talk too much Browns. Can I say one Steelers more thing podcast? about Pryor before yeah, we go on.
4: Prior, if the Steelers would have picked him up, we were talking before. He would have been a great third quarterback on this mm-hmm. team and would have been your fifth or sixth wide receiver. That wouldn't have been bad. He was right in the backyard. Tomlin was saying he's his boy. He was taking him under his wing and everything. Why didn't they think out of the box? Why didn't we bring in a prior and everything? We wouldn't be talking about uh, Dusty Vaughn. and was, <laughs> Marie, What's his name, Reamer from, from, from North Green. Carolina?
3: So, Ramirez, he's kind yeah, of we like wouldn't a, be
4: talking about that. Pryor would have no. been a nice third quarterback and your fifth or sixth wide receiver and everything like that.
3: You know, I, I don't know Definitely. why
6: they didn't take a shot at him. Definitely. All right, guys, so as we move forward, we're just going to go – this one's going to be kind of our, we'll, our hurry-up offense, a little fast-paced. We to go around the NFL. But before we do that, I want to get a quick word – from our sponsor, Frank Walker. Smart or
4: stupid? Those strobing lights in your rear view? That flashlight shining in your face? License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it
1: with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805. Or FrankWalkerLaw.com.
6: We, of course, want to thank Frank Walker Law and Centerfield Smoke for sponsoring this podcast and all of the Behind the Silk Curtain uh, podcasts. All right, guys. So, as we move on, oh, one more thing. I also want to give that phone number, 347 8508. Call in anytime, even if we're on a different team, different topic. You want to talk Steelers, you want to talk anything, give us a call and we will definitely make that happen. Or if you want to leave a comment on com, I've got that up right here. So just leave a comment and we'll be sure to answer your question. So moving on from the AFC North, I think we can go AFC South. And Things that stood out to me, Texans. Stradavian Clowney, number one overall pick in the draft a couple years back. This guy had a really nice um, game. And, again, preseason, take everything with a grain of salt. But against the Saints, I mean, he was ragdolling 300-pound offensive tackles. Um, he was in the backfield. He threw down Drew Brees. I mean, this if this guy puts it together, he had zero sacks his rookie season. He had four last year. But if he gets it going, um this defense is gonna be nasty. Um so I thought he really stood out. I thought on offense Brock Os- Osweiler looked he looked better than the week before, but he looked nothing impressive. He looks overpaid, if you ask me. Um <laughs> but it looks like they've they've got a good, you know, trio of receivers. Hopkins is is all that. Um then they've got Will Fuller and Braxton Miller who are fast and I mean talking about good receiving groups, Hopkins, Fuller and Miller, that's solid. Um that's that's really, really solid. Um and then running backs though. Remind me, i 'cause I'm I'm forgetting right now. Who who's their starting running back? They didn't they pick up that guy, the free agent for the Dolphins? Uh oh that's right, Lamar Miller. That's right. So Lamar Miller Miller's a good running back. Right, that that offense could be something. Um, I'm not saying Osweiler is going to be anything great. I think we saw what he was. Um, but if he can just kind of be an Alex Smith, a game manager, get the ball out there to these fast wide receivers, then I think that's. I mean, I think that's plenty. I think that'll get them, you know, more than they've had in a while, more than T.J. Yates or Fitzpatrick did for him. So that's something to watch moving forward. Can y'all have anything to add? On that, or do y'all want to keep going? Uh, um,
2: no, I'll, I'll say is this: I think, uh, I think Brian Hoyer just threw another interception for the Texans. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no, this w- what what do the Texans need? Geez, another guy on defense. That yeah, county shows that their their defense from the last half of the year was the best in the league. It was. Um, they led the league in in uh, third down conversion percentage on defense, twenty eight percent. They're nasty anyways. And if they can get Clowney stepping it up, um, they could be this year's version of Denver. Just have Osweiler. Just don't turn it over. Give it to Lamar Miller. You got some weapons that you can hit once in a while, and their defense will shut everybody down. I'm glad we don't have to face that defense this year. That's all I'll see. Did you see either
4: one of you saw the game? Because I didn't see it.
3: I didn't yeah, highlights.
4: Highlights because I didn't know how Tom Savage did the uh, pit quarterback. I didn't see anything on him. And from
6: like I Hoyer now, I don't have the stats in front of me, but from what I remember, he was solid. Um, I'll try and pull him up real quick while, while you're talking.
4: I'd love to have Brian Hoyer now and everything. I I don't think we should let him go when we did and everything. I don't care how many interceptions he threw. He didn't throw four in one game. I. Well, maybe he did no. I don't think he threw four in one game.
2: Well, he did in the playoffs
3: last year against the Chiefs. Yeah. so when I,
4: right when I said uh, I said I bet you threw four. <laughs> well, I'd still rather have him and Landry and everything, but. I
3: don't know. Uh, oh, I'd, game, I'd
2: rather have Landry I'd rather have Brian Hoyer than Dustin Vaughn. I'll give you that.
3: Yep.
6: And then you. Uh, have I know Savage threw two touchdowns in the opener. I I can't find what he did last what he did this past week. Um but I know O'Brien was saying that um he could possibly replace Whedon as the number two quarterback or quarterback. But we do have a caller on the line, guys, so I definitely want to get this going before we move on. Uh 7201 You are on live What's going
5: on? Hey, what's up fellas? How you doing tonight? Doing, doing good. well, man. Doing well, all right. So uh two things. One, first, my my take on the AFC South um goes with my sleeper pick of the NFL. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars winning this division this year. No other team makes the playoffs. Wow. Ooh. That's bold. Yeah, so well, I gotta why why so confident about the Jags? Because I think in this division, outside of Andrew Luck, they got the best quarterback. I like Blake Bortles. I like his Moxie. I like his arm. I like how I think he's got some toughness. I think that team overall plays hard for their coach even when they're not good. Um, I think they have a young, salty defense. I love the the new version of, of McCordell and Smith with Hearns and Robinson. I like the tight end. Uh, Thomas, um, I think the run game is coming around. Um, I just like the makeup of that team. If they can play a little nastier on defense, um, get some of those young guys to play. I don't trust the Houston Texans. Brock Osweiler is fake. Um, he's not any, He's, <laughs> he's, he's going to show who he is. We saw who he is in the second half of football games last year. Um, and I think the Colts are too soft, they rely too much on Andrew Luck, and the Titans just aren't ready yet. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars win this division.
4: What do you think? I think Allen Robinson and Bortles, just like you said, are the best quarterback-wide receiver duo in that division. They're the best pitch-and-catch um, combo in that division. I, I think they're the two best. I think Bortles might be next to luck, the best quarterback, just like you said. And how's Beecham doing down there? How's
5: oh, yeah, wanted doing?
6: Kelvin Beecham. Uh, that's asked how Kelvin, Kelvin Beecham doing. He's Kelvin actually Beach. injured right now. Um, he hadn't played oh, in the past oh, okay, two yeah. pre- preseason games. Um, Luke Jokal has been playing, and apparently he's been looking really good. So I was actually going to touch on that when we got to the Jags that that will be interesting to see moving forward because Beecham's no right tackle. So that's just something for Steelers fans to keep an eye on because he is on that option deal. So he could potentially be a free agent next year um, looking for yeah. a new home. So we'll see what happens. But, man, yeah. I, I agree with you completely. I think the Jaguars are are the team to beat in the division. I think they're going to unseat the Colts. I don't think the Texans are for real. I think that's, that's the way it's going. ready do you have any thoughts?
2: Yeah, and what's uh, – I'm sorry, I don't know if we got our caller's name.
5: Oh, this is Bryce calling from Brooklyn.
2: Oh, again. Bryce from Brooklyn. Yeah, I guess, all right. All Thanks right. for calling in. Yeah, I think <laughs> – and, and, and one so. thing people, people I don't know if they – if you realize and you brought up with their defense, they're playing nasty, nastier. They're getting Dante Fowler back. I mean, he missed his whole rookie year. For, for the edge rusher, they they signed the guy from Denver. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. The the defensive tackle uh, Malik Jackson. Jackson. They got they got Jalen Ramsey and they got Miles Jack. No, yeah. they got a bunch of young guys on their defense. So if they can if they can get them to play together with Malik Jackson there, and they already have a linebacker that is Ryan Shazier light. Uh, they're they're inside linebacker. I don't know, uh, and Dan Rianzi to the secondary, so I agree, Bryce. I think, you know, they're, they're, I I don't know, I think they're there. I'll see if it's this year. If not, then, then the next year. Sometimes it's a lot for a young team to make that, that big jump, but uh, I agree. I think they're the most, the most talented, and I agree. The Colts, I think as much as I like Andrew Luck, I like his toughness, I think he's a core I think he's a little overrated, honestly. Uh, I think he makes too many mistakes with the football, so um yeah, and Osweiler, you're right. Osweiler we Osweiler is who we thought he is. He <laughs> he is uh he I I d I don't think he I think he you're right, I think he's overpaid. Yeah, that's that's what he looks like to me.
5: Yeah, I, I, would,
2: yeah,
5: yeah I, I mean I would
2: put say a
4: Shekel on the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars for you. I
5: think I'm going to bet that.
3: I agree.
5: <laughs> yes, yeah, you know, I would say, I would say, I would say too that I would. I'm going to give the edge in terms of best quarterback to wide receiver combo. I'm going to give that to Luck and T.Y. Hilton in that division. Um, I'm going to give it to them, but I think the best combination of receivers is in Jacksonville. Yeah, As a combination, sure. I like Robinson and Hearns over T.Y. Hilton and Moncrief.
4: Yeah, I agree. Definitely.
5: Yeah, in terms, of uh, st- in terms of the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, it's going to be an interesting year. I really want to see how this defensive line holds up. I like what they're doing with this young defensive line. I think they've upgraded the talent. Um I think the backups play with a lot of motor and a lot of energy, even if they're if you're not going to be as good as the starters, then when you come in, you better play with a lot of energy and I think there's there's some moving pieces there they have really rebuilt that defensive line, and I think they've got some nice depth that's that that you're going to have to look out for
2: yeah, because we don't have Camp Thomas anymore, so that's the plus
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: addition by subtraction yeah and i I know when when we uh when they signed Ricardo Matthews, some people thought, oh, here comes another defensive lineman from the Chargers. <laughs> this ain't going to be good, but uh, he's not going to be a world-beater. But just what Bryce said, energy, Ricardo Matthews plays with a ton of energy.
3: And he,
2: he he's hes a significant upgrade from Cam Thomas. He's a different type of player. And uh, so, yeah, you're right, much better depth. And Javon Hargrave, everything – so far he has not disappointed. From from pre draft to getting him in the draft, looking at him in, in training camp, I got a, a personal look at look at him and he he's just only gonna get better. He's he, he's already he, he already is a significant break from we had last year. He's just gonna get better. Yeah, we we with the combinations we could put out put out there and keep the guys rested. Fourth quarter drives like the one Denver had in the playoffs to which most of it was done running, and that go-ahead drive shouldn't happen because our, our guys are going to be fresh. So I agree Bryce again. Yep. Bryce, are you going to come into uh, the city to see the Steelers
5: play at all this year? Um, Maybe. You never know. Okay. Possibly. I don't know what to see. <laughs> if you do, I do um, plan right. on trying to go to a couple games because we're in the East, because we're playing the NFC East. So hopefully I can get to a couple games.
4: If you do, we'll meet up. I'm gonna buy you
5: dinner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe time, I man. appreciate that.
6: Maybe it's hearty uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce from Brooklyn. We, we appreciate the call, man. <laughs> Yo, That's I appreciate
5: party, it. Bro. Thanks, guys. Okay, All
6: thanks All right, that was Bryce from Brooklyn. Um, anyone else want to call in? The number is three four seven eight five zero eight five eight one. Moving on, and we gotta fly through these because. You know, we do have a time limit. Anything that we leave off, we'll try and pick up on next week's show so we don't talk y'all's ear off. They touched briefly on the Colts. Um, Quick update, Andrew Luck, I mean, he looked fine. He went eight for eight, 69 yards. Um, That arm looked like it had zip back on it. He was looking good. Um, I think we kind of touched enough on the AFC South, though, so I'm going to jump right into the AFC East. Sabo, I know you wanted to talk about Tyrod Taylor and the Bills, um, Taylor looked nice, he looked, I'm not saying Michael Vick athletic, but he looked athletic, um, I don't know if y'all saw that one highlight, Johnny was, you New know, Janoris Jenkins, um, came blitzing off, and he spun around, scrambled, and then heaved the ball with 60 yards for Charles Clay, um, in shot, it was, it was nice, um, so he looks athletic. If he can just stay healthy, and that's a big if, then they could have something with him. LaShawn McCoy looked all right. Not much going on the ground, but he definitely is their second-best receiving threat outside of Sammy Watkins. And, you know, just limited play. He had four catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown. And without Carlos Williams there anymore, because he was released. That's Vince Williams' brother. He was released. Um Would you so take a well, I take a shot at him as far as well, like fantasy. No, no, no. For us,
4: Carlos Williams, the running back, they just cut. Oh,
6: to
4: bring him oh
2: in. no, no, no.
3: Then we no, could no. No. no.
2: Wait, 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 wait. No, but he, 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 he. Uh, after when his wife got pregnant, he he put on a little, weight. We could use a backup guard. We we could pick <laughs> him
6: there. <laughs> it's I mean, it, maybe his, it maybe ends. Vince could get him in check this is work ethic is second to none. But, no, I don't think we need anybody else who is slouching off and not taking the game seriously. I think the Steelers have had enough, enough of that. And people <laughs> yeah. who are being released for not dis- being disciplined. Toussaint, I know that. Yeah. So, Fred.
4: Let's see. What's up? Fitzgerald Toussaint.
3: Oh, that, Not yeah. as good as him. Okay. No, oh, yeah,
2: we'll, no. we'll we'll stick we'll stick to the bills right now. We had we had a we had a topic before about Fitz and our backup running backs, but okay. um we'll we'll stick Thanks, Dave. I think for now we'll stick to the bills. Thank you. We'll get to we'll get to Fitz another time. Okay.
6: Uh other quick bills notes. Uh Marcel Darius has been suspended for four games for again, substance abuse. Seems like everyone's being suspended for substance abuse. He also entered himself into a rehab facility, so we'll see what happens with that. This, I mean, this can be a rough year for Rex Ryan, and this is really his make-or-break year. If he flounders this year, he might not get another gig as an NFL head coach. I mean, and he's starting out the year rough. He said they won the off-season. They are losing the preseason. Um, <laughs> I mean, second-round linebacker Reggie Ragland's out for the year. First-round pick Shaq Lawson isn't going to be back until halfway through the season. Now Mar- Marcel Darius is gone. I mean, this defense is just just not going to be, you know, what he was expecting it to be. So, we'll see. you guys have any takes, or can we move on? Rex Ryan, yeah, guess...
4: could...
6: Rex
2: Ryan Go ahead, Dave. Hard knocks every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's had hard knocks. The only thing I'll add is what I always say about Rex. I mean, it's a it you know a lot of tough injuries, suspensions, uh, et cetera To deal with it would be tough for anybody. But that there, this is a situation where I don't think Rex is up to the task, and where a guy like Tomlin is. Tomlin led us through so many injuries last year, and is a true leader. Rex. Nothing against you, as far as at the corner, coordinator. I don't think he's a good head coach, and this is—I I think they're going to struggle mightily with with all the with all the losses you noted. So that's my only take on those guys. Miami
6: next. Hey, I Yep. Miami next, and just want to give a quick shout out to—I'm looking on behindthesilkcurtain.com on our thread. Kwa Steelers fan. He's a member there, just shouting. Out to Bryce Brooklyn, Bryce from Brooklyn, saying he loves that guy. Shout out to you, KY Steelers fan. Um, he always gives great takes on all, all things Steelers. Uh, so we know he's listening. We appreciate it. All right, moving on, still in the same division. Not a lot of news. Um, Dolphins. Kenny Still looking solid. Um, he could actually keep Devonte Parker from starting. We'll see what happens with that. Arian Foster, of course, they picked up. Had two carries for a whopping negative five yards. So, I would say avoid him in fantasy, but we'll see. It's early.
3: <laughs> and
6: he also was coming in behind J.H.I. So, really, I don't know. That that Dolphins team is going to be very, very bland. Nothing exciting. You guys got anything to add to the Dolphins? Uh, no, Landry, just... Landry's a
4: good wide receiver. I think Parker will be the second wide receiver, and I think Stills would be the uh... – Slaughter third guy. I think Parker's going to be the starter.
2: Interesting. I think he's going to we'll be the We'll see. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I'll say the best The best thing I think they did was get rid of Brent Grimes, and not that he he, he, he slipped, but the best thing about getting rid of Brent Grimes is you don't have to listen, watch his, what her, his wife puts on Twitter, because <laughs> she said another stupid thing down there in Tampa Bay. I don't know if you saw that a little while ago, but Dolphins, the best thing they did was get rid of Brent Grahams' wife. So, (laughs) there you go. Absolutely.
6: All right, Patriots. Uh, I don't know if you all heard Deion Lewis had to have his surgically repaired knee scoped, and he's going to be out for two months. So, Patriots are going to start off the season going into Arizona with Jimmy Garoppolo as a starting quarterback and with Garrett Blunt as a starting running back. And I don't know, I mean – I'm thrilled about this. I love when the Patriots flounder. I hope they're out all year long. I'm not saying I'm hoping for injury or anything, and I hope they recover and have, you know, great careers. I just hope the Patriots don't do well. And this is super good for, for us because Deion Lewis is a nightmare. He was on fire last season. Before he got hurt, of course. Um Yeah.
2: Takes on the Patriots, guess? Yeah, we, we actually in the opening game with was- Season, hell did a decent job. He he only had about eighty yards, and he, he went off on the rest of the league. Uh, the other you mentioned their injuries, and the one that you didn't mention was Walmer might have to go on IR. So again, more injuries they're dealing with their offensive line, which is already in in kind of rebuild mode. I my take, uh, I'll just say what Tomlin likes to say when you know if, the, if if the Steelers are hit with the injury, they say you know. Other teams don't care about our problems; they're glad we have them. Well, I'm glad the Patriots have their problems too. So I'll leave it at that, absolutely.
4: <laughs> Deion Lewis, if he's out for two months, would he be back for the steel game?
2: No, oh, I believe no. yeah. Hey, It'd be close. It'd that. be close. We yep. played the Patriots about uh, what middle yep. end of October, so it would yep. be. It would be. I saw that he was out indefinitely. I saw he was out two months, so I, I don't know if they know exactly, so mm-hmm. it's quite possible, if not likely, that he'll miss our game. So Okay, just as
4: long as it's close. And yeah. I'd like to apologize to someone too. Laderry's blunt, because I thought he was the one that was dragging Le'Veon Bell down, so
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> the, we'll see.
6: We'll see. I don't know. I mean, he could have he could have started that whole thing off, but Bills made own mistakes. Uh, not a lot of Jets news. Um, Geno Smith looking horrible, throwing interceptions. Everybody's clamoring for Bryce Petty. Um, everybody's trade about him that. Us. Bryce. Stopped. He would rival Andrew Jones. <laughs> Uh, moving on, AFC West, not a lot of news coming out of AFC West, mainly just Broncos news. Um, Trevor Simeon is going to get the start in week three of the preseason over Sanchez. Uh, Both of them really underwhelming performances in week two. Broncos fans are already starting to clamor to see Paxton Lynch get starting reps, and this is the guy who was supposed to redshirt this year. So we made it all the way to week three of the preseason before people are asking for the to start. <laughs> if I'm a Broncos fan, I am worried. I, we were talking about this before the show, and Sabo, you were saying, uh, or it might have been you, Fred, that Broncos are going to get smacked by the Panthers week one. It's, it's not even going to be close. When your best quarterback is Sanchez, and he's throwing picks and fumbling in the preseason, it's not going to be good.
2: No, they're – yeah, the opening, uh, usually, I think, I believe, and I did say that, did. I, I'll, I'll put, I don't I'm not a betting man, but I put, I put my uh, shackle, as, as table says, on, on the Panthers. It'd be interesting to see what, the, what Vegas does with the the point spread on that because normally the the Super Bowl champs opening, since they started having them do the opening Thursday night game, I think they only lost once. It's kind of set up, that's your coronation, that's your whole thing. Well, this will be number two. I, yeah, that, I, the Panthers want to prove that, you know, they're better than they showed in the Super Bowl on offense. Their defense played well in the Super Bowl, and they're still going to be good. Uh, and the Broncos' defense isn't as good. They lost a few guys. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think the Broncos, I think Elway's got Johnny Manziel on the speed dial. So, <laughs>
4: I think Paxton Lynch will be after the first loss. They'll be thinking about putting him in the second game.
6: So you're saying we too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
3: right,
6: guys. So, the, not a lot of news coming out of Chiefs, Raiders, or Chargers camp. Um, and I think before we start heading into the NFC, because that's our last AFC division, we might have. I mean, we might have to save that for next week. We are running out of time here. And we can just pick up with NFC next week and move on from there. Maybe we can get another show in this week. Any last thoughts, guys, before
2: we go ahead and sign off? Uh, no, just like you said about the only thing, you know, you're right. it has been relatively quiet Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. Of course, no no news on the uh, Joey Bosa holdout, which is the, the longest of its kind since the CBA was signed, which kind of slotted all the rookie contracts. So it's interesting to see who who's gonna blink first on that. Uh, I kind of see both a little bit of both sides of of uh, the argument there, and uh, I I just don't get the thing because the the money that you get your signing bonus is is guaranteed. It's it's already a lot. It's just a question of when you're gonna get it. So I I don't see what the big deal for both is. You're gonna get your 17 million or whatever he's guaranteed. As a signing bonus, just take it. I mean, I, I think to him it's more of a prestige. Say, oh, I'm, I'm a top three pick. I deserve it. So, I don't know. I just, that's don't, they're really out of that, that division one, just this news piece. When's, and when's both are gonna, I didn't, I, you know, he looks like a do- <laughs> Good talent. He just looks like a dupus to me. <laughs> so, that's so I got out of there. Oh. <laughs>
4: Like to say happy birthday last Thursday, Roberto Clemente would have been eighty-two years old, mm. and everything. If I think he'd still be alive, he probably still could be playing too. And <laughs> after after the, the game, I was watching. I was thinking the best referee is that Gene. What's his name? Sanatorio, or he was doing the Steeler game. He, I think he's yeah. yeah. I don't know how he pronounce his name. You know, I mess I up think names. It's, yeah, I think it's territory territory, yeah. I think he's the best ref out there and everything. And this long snapper for Philly, Jim, what's his name, Dornbush or Dornbach or something, there's a show called America's Got Talent, and he's on that, and he's a magician. And I'm just going to tell you he's going to win the, uh, the million dollars on that
2: show. That's how good he is. Wow. I, I have seen I haven't, I haven't two or three movie. episodes with him on it. Sorry, man. Let me hurry off. He did a couple of tricks. I was dumbfounded. Amazing. Yeah. He's he's a great magician, but he's a great, he seems natural, great yeah. show, and very personal. I agree with you. He's fantastic. He is, he's, he's an awesome, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's, you said you will win. I don't know if there are people they have on there. I've seen a few of it, but I agree. Fantastic. And that does a different different type of tricks. Um, oh, when you say, oh, we you say maybe they should get Sterator. We should put in a request that he can do the Bengals game in week two and get somebody that can take control. Have, to the yeah. to the guys, the guys that we, the crew that we, we had last line. time was horrible.
6: That's it absolutely me, absolutely right. And you know we're getting towards the end of the show. If we're talking long snappers from other teams, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I even know another long snapper's name, but I'm gonna have to watch that video. I've heard a lot of that. Pronounce... Gonna... Wait, but I was just gonna <laughs> say I'm gonna check that out after the show. Um. So, all right, guys, winding down. Go ahead and end it. Want to say thanks to Bryce from Brooklyn. Thanks to Frank Walker. Thanks to Centerfield Smoke, and. Matt still signing off for Sabo and Fred. Until next week, guys.
4: Thanks.
2: Thanks, hey, guys.
0: It's so hot outside. Time to go bowling. Stay cool at Bolero with air conditioned lanes, ice cold beer, and a striking selection of signature cocktails. Roll in, chill out, and have fun. Visit bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include